Good afternoon from the cool brick house of the third little pig. <laughs> yes, it is a good day to be indigenous. Um, it is 4th of July weekend. And, um, well, you know, today we are... We are um, talking about suicide prevention due to suicide attempt or or suicide. Um, it is not a light thing to be talking about, and a lot of times um, you might hear me laugh. Um, I'm not laughing. That's because I can't cry. <laughs> You know, um, I want to reach out today to my, to my little, to my little needs out there, you know, boys and girls alike. Um, I know what you're going through when it comes to feelings of helplessness, hopelessness, Feelings of being unwanted, feelings of being sad and overwhelmed by the uh, generational curses that have been upon us since our grandmother's grandmother. You know, um, our history is a beautiful one because of such things. Um, my little needs, man, I want you to remember that it is not any longer, it's not, it's not about being colonized, um, unfortunately and sadly, um, our, our traditions, the very meat and potatoes of who we were was decimated and erased and if it wasn't erased it was killed off obviously um i'm not trying to tell you guys to come to jesus and be saved because i know that is the same doctrine that killed us as a people but what i am encouraging you to do is to practice the ways that we still have. No, there is no going back to the original ways of the original people. There is, there is none of that. There is a book out there called Ishi, and it is about the last of the wild Indians. Ishi was a Native American or, or a real live uh, how can I put it? Because he wasn't Anishinaabe Ojibwe, right? But he was uh, an Anishinaabe in the fact that, um, let's see, they found him in California, living off the land as an old way. Um, I have the book. Actually, it's at my dad's house. I think somebody might have taken it. Anyways, but anyways, that book, Ishi, is the story of one of the very last wild Indians. 
And excuse me, I don't mean to, um, I'm not trying to, to offend anybody when I say a wild Indian. Because me, I'm a wild Indian too, man. Shoot, you hear me? Um, I ain't living on the res. I, I don't appreciate the res for nothing. However, um, that's not my point today. Uh, to my little, to my little brothers and my little sisters, um, you and I have to do for you and I. Um, I myself, I struggle with uh, the abandoned little girl. All right. Was I abandoned? I don't look at it like that. I refuse to look at it like that, even though uh, the hurt feelings of my father and my aunties might say that I was. But I do not see it like that. Um, you have to find a discipline of your own to make it in this hateful world. You have to find, um, you have to find your own, your own discipline, your own rules of living. What are you going to do that keeps you on the good path that you want to walk? If all you see is death and destruction around you, alcoholism, drug abuse, physical abuse, violence, and a rage against the machine that is blind, a blind rage against this machine that we call colonialism, then you will only be raging blindly. Uh, I ask you to use the smudge and and that anger and that um, confusion and the feeling of being lost. You need to summon that energy. You need to summon it and and that hurt that you feel in your in the pit of your stomach. You need to use the hurt to move you in a positive direction. It has taken me years to learn this, and I mean years, years. I am 42 summers old. Thank my creator for that. Um, And that now in my 42 years, I am finally learning to give the attention that the abandoned little girl in me needs and has been needing. For years, I um, I ignored her to the point where I could not hear her, could not feel her. I numbed her out with drugs and alcohol. Men, friends, bad decisions, good times, all of that, all of that stuff. Um, that was ultimately bad for me. Um, our behavior is learned early in life. Um, if your grandmother is a praying person, is a a prayerful person, then you too will learn to be a prayerful person even though your life might take you on 
on a different track or your friends will distract you or what. But ultimately, you will return to that, to that prayer life. You know what I mean? And that's a good thing, regardless of how you pray. Because I know that there are many Native Americans, myself included, who have taken to the beauty and the love of the teachings of the New Testament in the Bible. And, and hey, man, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with believing in a creator who is loving and kind, but who is also like Nana or Tata. They're going to discipline you. They're going to show you the hurt or they're going to, you know, there's going to be a lesson. There's going to be lessons in life. Um, my own experience with attempted suicide, like I said uh, before, if you've, if you've been keeping up with me, um, is, is more of like a, I guess it was, a, it was a, an opening or an awakening of what I was supposed to be doing or what I needed to do at that particular time in my life. And since then, um, life has um, shown me beautiful things. It has shown me awful things. Um, and it has made me realize some of my, my own wrongs, you know. Even when I think I'm walking the good road, something will come up and I will stumble and I will fall and, and it will show me everything that fall will jostle me. And I will see, oh man, I should have did it this way. Well, I can do it this way next time or I can start, I can start changing by doing this right now today. You know, um, suicide, when it comes to your, to your family, say, say you commit suicide. How do you know if the people are going to mourn you and, and ask yourself one question, what are you gaining? And I hate to, um, I hate to think about this. Because sometimes all you gain in suicide or what you gain in death is peace. Peace from your mind. From all the little arrows of the, of the invisible one trying to get you down. You know what I mean? It, it silences the, the voices in your head. But it leaves an echo of sadness for the people who remain behind, just like we experience in life. The echoes of our past cause us to be mad and ask us questions. Why? And nobody wants to take the responsibility for the desecration and the massacre that happened to our people so long ago. <sighs> okay, fine. You don't need to say I'm sorry. They don't need to say they're sorry. 
what you and I need to do. Because we know we are never going to get that apology. We know we're never going to get that apology. Maybe, maybe we'll find us a friend who, who is hip. Whose eyes are open to what the system is doing. And those friends are few and far between. Um... I am Native American, and I, I was raised off of the reservation away from any type of tradition. And I had to hold on just to that thought, knowing that my mama was Native American, set me apart. And I was glad to be set apart. I was glad to be set differently. Because I did not have to walk like anybody, meaning I didn't have to drink I didn't have to study. I didn't have to do anything of the indoctrinations of our oppressors. You know, we think of indoctrination as just the Bible and God and Jesus. No, indoctrination is also the use of drugs and alcohol. Anything that is destructive to oneself is an indoctrination of the oppressor. My little brothers and my little sisters, man, think about think about AIM, the American Indian movement, and what those boys did. To be able to get health care to the people, dentists to the people, you know, Dennis Banks, Floyd Fool's Crow, I think his name was, uh, John Trudell, uh, Russell Means, Leonard Peltier. Them guys. Oh, and don't forget um, the females that were also involved in that. Um, you know, because there were there was people in in nineteen seventy one. Our our people, our our uncles, were there standing and taking over the federal buildings in Washington D.C. And our Uncle Leonard, Uncle Leonard hasn't been let released, man. He has been a political prisoner of the United States. Almost as if they want to make him a, an example. You know? And I'm asking you kids... Anybody, you elders, you elders, the ones that don't see a way out, you drug, you drug addicts, you know. You have to make a decision for yourself and stick to that decision. If you want to be changed, if you want to see a better day for yourself, you just have to work for it, man. We are Native Americans. We are not lazy. You know what makes us lazy? The drugs and the alcohol. 
and the depression and that funky thought of, well, fuck the United States and, and their God or whatever. Our truth right now is that we can use the access we have to the education that is presented to us and still walk in a native way because we weren't stupid people, man. Don't think you're stupid. Don't think that you have forgotten you're not. But speaking as an American, as an American, to my own native self, is you know what? You, the, the system is like a freight train, man. You can't stop it. You can jump on and ride, but you can't stop it. And so where does that leave us? Okay, well, let's, let's, let's hash this out. Let's see. Number one, we know that there is no way that we are getting back to the old, old, old ways prior to or before Columbus and the Protestants and the pilgrims, right? There is no going back to that. That has been erased. Fast forward through the years of the genocide and the infanticide and Catholic boarding schools that raped and killed our ancestors. And it's strange to think of it like that because you know what? It wasn't that long ago when that happened. So we have to push through that. We have to forgive our elders for not being able to control their environment at such a tiny age that they were basically erased. You know, we have to push that. We have to forgive them and we have to love them. And you know what we have to do now is we have to become a new and better form of Native American. Stronger and more savage than they have ever known. But it isn't going to happen if all you can do is wallow in the sorrow and the shame that has become part of us. I know it's a lot easier said than done. I know it is. Oh, I know it is. I know it is. Some of the, the situation on the reservation, some of it is bleak, man, and there ain't no turning back. It's sad to see a lot of the good warriors that might have been a good warrior if they would have just not chosen the way of drugs, man. You see all of these guys doing it to it for meth and for heroin and hustling, hustling, hustling for meth, heroin, crack, crank, pills, booze, whatever the fuck it is that they're hustling for that they claim to be Ogijida. That is not Ogijida because... Just like the Bible, man, fucking drugs and alcohol did not, was not recreational for the indigenous tribes of the Americas, for the continent of America, from South America all the way up to the most northern point of America, which is Canada, right? Drugs and alcohol, sure, they might have had peyote, they might have had 
their ceremony. They had ceremony. It wasn't abused. It wasn't abused in, oh, a higher meaning. And yeah, peace and love to all, man. You know, free love. And que la chingada que le vaya mucho. A la chingada with that bullshit noise. That's a hippie way of looking at it. So you see these, these young men doing life and killing over fucking crack. Dumb bullshit. And calling themselves Ogijita, man. Oh, that's that stinking thinking. That is the wrong way to think, man. Because drugs and alcohol is another form of oppression brought on by the white system. By that manifest destiny. So you guys have to really look inside of ourselves and figure it out. What do I want to change in my situation? Please don't commit suicide, man. It's a lot easier said than done to find that trusted elder, to find that trusted neighbor, to find that person that won't use it against you. But that is what the woods and the trees are for. That is why you escape into the woods, man. So that you can feel the energies of the money do. Of the Manidu, because it's not just one Manidu, it's Manidu. Gichi Manidu, now him or her, is the all ultimate, the one true Manidu, as the Christians would say, the one true God, right? What do they know about God? What do any of us know about a God? That's why it's called a mystery, because we are not supposed to know. <sighs> My way of thinking as a child was destructive. Destructive, to say the least, for myself. I wasn't doing harm to anybody else. Nobody even cared. So, oh, you want to fucking commit suicide? Here, let me let me hang the rope for you. I was even told one time. They would hang the rope for me if I really wanted to. Fucking people. <clears throat> I can understand why it is so hard to find somebody to confide in, especially being in situations that are not 100 Oh, they're 100, all right. 100% fucked up, destructive, and, um, you know, what drugs and alcohol really is, especially to the ones that are pushing the fucking product, is genocide on your own people. Yeah, it isn't about race anymore, man. It's all about number one. And unfortunately, with the influx of drugs and internet and all of this shit we are being washed away a little bit more man so if you are wondering who you are man you better start participating in the ceremonies that are still left because pretty soon they will not be there you're about seventh generation and and i am i am one of the last native americans think about it we are a dying breed. 
And if you continue to use drugs and to exploit each other, pretty soon we won't even be considered Native Americans. We will be on the extinct list. Think about it. Say you're from, I'm going to say from Cha-Cha Banin, right? Because that's where I'm from. So Cha-Cha Banin natives are no longer because we have become extinct. No one knows how to rice. No one knows how to speak the language. No one knows how to tie a, a snowshoe. No one knows how to skin a buck. No one knows how to how to run. No one knows how to throw a net. All of a sudden, it's all computers and and games and gas-powered cars, and that's all that matters. Oh, oh, and drugs. Drugs for the ones who like it because fuck it, nobody cares about the Native anymore, right? Well, you know why the Native American is dying? You know why we're committing suicide? Because we don't care. You know, I I felt like that. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> Take whatever the fuck I have and you can have it. Take it all. Take it. I don't fucking care. Do with it as you wish, man. I'm the fuck out of here. Where, where the hell are my pills, man? Let me die. <laughs> and then when my baby girl tried it, I was like, what the fuck? And it. Brought on this whole slew of shit and I fell off my wagon and yeah, now I'm back trying to encourage people not to commit suicide because when my daughter tried to commit suicide, I wanted to commit suicide. I almost thought, you know what, baby, my grandma told me of this plant that was poisonous if you ate it and it would kill you with just a little bit. And I almost thought, I'm going to go get that plant and me and her can die like Romeo and Juliet together <laughs> how terrible right so my little ones man, you guys play with your brothers and sisters man play in a good way with your brothers and sisters man leave the drugs and the alcohol behind leave them off the reservation man it's not a curse to be on the res man it isn't what is a curse is to think that we have no place in this world when the world was given to us to begin with. Don't sell yourself, don't sell yourselves short with that stinking thinking. You find an elder. Go to the go to the women. Go to the men. The dancers, find a dancer. They are the ones that will point you in a good direction. Obviously they will because look at how beautiful they dance. Look at how how much discipline it takes to work on their regalia. That is somebody who knows what they are doing. Seek them out. Do not be afraid. And for those of you who dance... Do not shun them. You too need to go out there and say, Hey, you boy, come here. You need to work. Hey, you child, girl, get over here. I need somebody to help me clean the yard. 
It is up to us as elders to give these children something to work for. Even if it is for a pair of moccasins, if you spend the summer cleaning or, you know, something. We need to give our children something to look forward to and not just a not just a fucking pad full of alcohol and booze and drunken people. God, I hate drunken people, man. Mean, rowdy, cruel, disrespectful. And you know people are disrespectful. When they beat up an old man for his paycheck. Damn. Damn. So my little ones. Don't forget about yourself. In this crazy fucked up world. Do not forget about yourself. You are loved. And there are people, white people, who wish they could get next to you so that they could know what it's like to be a real Indian. You got to find the little, you got to find the openings, man. You know, you got to find the openings and use it in a positive way, man. The ones that are, oh, tell me about your people. Tell them. Tell them. And not the sad part. Tell them, oh, man, the other day we went fishing, man, on the lake where you guys aren't allowed. <laughs> Boy, we caught some big old fish. And we even saw a mermaid. <laughs> you know? Shit, man. Let them know. Because why we are a dying people, man. We are precious. We are precious. You are precious. Don't forget that, man. Without your energy, the universe would cease to exist. Or it doesn't cease to exist. What it does is the negative energy that you leave behind after you've committed suicide turns into dark energy. So you leave your depression here on earth, man, which in turns. which in turn um, infects the next one. Your littlest brother might be four or five years old, but he see you. He see you hanging from a tree, and his that right there affects him. That right there makes him mad. Why did you do that, brother? Well, my brother did it because he was tired of... Everybody so-and-so doing drugs, and he follows the same path. So you see, you're not changing anything in the world by committing suicide. What you're doing is adding to the sadness, adding to the hatred. The hatred of being native. Because you are telling somebody, Shit, man, you didn't even you didn't even like being native, bro. You fucking murked yourself, man. You hung yourself on a tree. You took pills. You shot yourself in the head. It leaves an impression. And since every mind is one world, 
who am I to say that the next person isn't going to say, ha ha, that dumbass fucking killed himself. He's fucking worthless anyways. You know, it leaves a negative impact. It leaves a negative, 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 ugly spirit behind. And that spirit goes on to infect the next person. We are fragile. We are precious. But if you can't realize that, nobody else is going to be able to make you realize that. Aho. Miigwech, thank you for listening. Um, I love you. You're loved. If you ever need me, you know where I'm at. Don't be afraid to reach out. I'm here. Peace.